G'day and welcome to Perco's Podcast, a podcast all about strategy, leadership and soul care. We're here to help you obtain your personal, professional and spiritual goals without losing your soul. We hope that today's episode is refreshing and gives you a new perspective. Now here's your host, Jason Perkins. G'day everyone and welcome to episode 15, part 2 of Perco's Podcast. I hope it is well with your soul today, wherever you are listening from. I'm so excited to share part two of my conversation with Lauren Espy with you today. In case you missed part one, make sure you go back and listen to that so that you are ready to go for part two. I want to give a shout out to Ian, who listens to our podcast from right here in my very own backyard here in Brisbane, where I live. He told us how the content of our ministry has been so practical for him on his journey lately. Thanks so much, Ian, for reaching out to us. We love hearing that the content is being so helpful for you. We would love to hear from you too, so stick around to the end of the show today, and I will share with you how you can connect with us online as well. Next week on the podcast, I'm going to share a conversation with you from a friend of mine, Jamin Frazier. Jamin and I discuss his new endeavor called The Insecurity Project and his new book, Unhindered, The Seven Essential Practices for Overcoming Insecurity. I hope the title is as captivating to you as it was for me. You're not going to want to miss that conversation and you don't want to miss an opportunity to get your hands on a free copy of his latest book as well. So make sure you tune in to our next episode to find out how you can enter to win that. Well, let me remind you of who today's guest is. Lauren Espy serves as the Director of Staff at Gwinnett Church, which is a campus of North Point Ministries. She has been on staff for 15 years and a part of the church since the very beginning. She received her master's from Dallas Theological Seminary and has always had a passion to serve in the local church. She and her husband, Stuart, reside in Atlanta with their three boys. In today's episode, Lauren and I discuss an idea that she was introduced to last year. The idea was around past trauma and how to finish feelings and emotions we have tied to our past. In fact, Lauren shares the five steps that she uses to help her finish her feelings. It's really, really powerful. Well, without further ado, here is part two of my conversation with my good friend, Lauren Espy. I um, have been stalking you a little bit online, just just to be honest, um, putting it all out there, watching a couple of videos that you've done recently for like staff meeting and for encouraging some of the teams that are in other churches around the area of of Atlanta where you work. And you've talked about an experience recently that you had, or I should say last year that you had at Onsite, which Mm -hmm. for those that don't know, Onsite retreat center that people can go away for some intensives and work on their soul and other, other aspects of their lives. I'd love for you, if you wouldn't mind, unpack your experience for, you know, people listening to the podcast and share those five steps that I've, I've heard you talk about that have been really helpful. That's great. Uh, yeah, so I, on site, I cannot speak more highly of this. Uh, it's okay. expensive, but it's worth every penny. I mean, raise support. It's worth it. Yeah. I yeah. knew that I just, I would say this, Jason, I just felt like my soul felt stuck. There was mm. not this huge traumatic event. Um, but I just, I'm a very joyful, focused, driven person. And I just lacked vision. I lacked focus and I, I just felt just dull inside for lack of a better yeah. term. And I was like, yeah. I need yeah. to go 
figure out some of the things that I think are triggering in me that I don't even know are in there. And um, I'm, I do counseling, so it's not that, but this was unusual for me to say, I want to go, but I did. And there I met this woman and I, her name was Dawn and she was my counselor. We, I spent four days there. It was eight hours a day of counseling. So it was a ton. Well, it was actually five total, but anyway, so I mean, it's a lot of counseling. What's great about somatic therapy, which is what you do it on, on site versus individual talk therapy is in talk therapy. I can go in, I can present whatever version of myself I want to be seen as. And I leave an hour later, you know, in this setting, you're who you are and you can't hide it. And you're working through all different ways of addressing trauma and stress in your life. And so, um, so Dawn looks at me, she's my counselor for those next few days. And she says, Lauren, I actually do know why you're here. And you're here to address some past trauma from feelings that you did not finish. And I thought, what is she talking about? Because to be honest with you, Jason, I'm like, I don't think I have that much trauma in my life. Um, But as I realized this, and I think this was something I needed to give myself, was permission to say, I've had some traumatic experiences. You know, when it comes to the actual definition of trauma, all of us have had traumatic experiences. And, you know, I think for the culture that we live in and the fast pace we live in, we don't stop and actually say, what is actually going on in me? We just keep moving. But this Mm -hmm. is the thing with feelings. And this is the deal with anything hard in life. If you bury it, you bury it alive. And at some point it comes back. And that's what I was really kind of coming to before I headed into there. So she's like, I want to deal with trauma. So we kind of address the fact that there is trauma in my life. Yeah. And then secondly, she was like, I want to help you finish your feelings, which was a very unique thing to say to me. I didn't understand what that meant. Um, But what she explained to me is, you know, the movie Inside Out, Disney's Pixar movie is great. You know, it has five feelings, right? Like there's disgust, there's anger, there's joy, sadness, and fear. And she said, those five feelings, um, emotions, in essence, they don't live in time and space. So for you, you've put, you know, a hard situation that happened in your childhood and you've logically explained it away, but the emotions have not been resolved. Right. So your head's telling you that situation's over, but your heart is being triggered over and over again. And so what felt like, how would, how would that come? Like, how would that surface? Like, is it, it the thought and the feeling keeps coming back or so, so, um, so I was, when, when I was younger, I felt I, I needed to be really protective of my sister. And so that like, uh, you know, there would be times where I would, um, I, I would feel like, oh gosh, people are, are stressed around her or whatever. I need to protect her. Right. Okay. But what happened is then I got in this protective mode all the time with people in my life going forward, going forward. Um, I would remember if my parents, which my parents didn't argue all the time, but I would remember holding Emily's ear so she wouldn't hear this. Well, oh, yeah. then it comes to my husband and we're dealing with stuff and I am overly protective in situations that I didn't need to be. Right. So yeah. it's like, yeah an emotion that was from childhood. And that's a, that's a small example. I mean, there were deeper sure, stuff sure. that we were working with, but it's like an emotion from childhood of fear from my parents yeah. fighting, you know what I'm saying? And the anxiety that's attached to that sadness. I was like, I don't want Emily to experience it. I'm fine. Yes, I'm strong, yes. but I don't want her to experience it. Yes, right. And yes. so that just, I never dealt with the sadness of watching them fight. I'd never dealt with the fear of that. I just kind of plugged on. Right. And yeah, so yeah. Then I get into marriage. I don't know how to deal with fear. I don't know how to deal with sadness. And all of a sudden I'm like, nobody's holding my ears. How do I get strong in this moment? And yeah. I just became self-reliant, right? And, and, then all of a and sudden, Lauren, you, you dive into marriage and fear of not being able to have children. Yes. The anxiety that comes up with, like, yes. I mean, you, yes. that's, that's trauma. Sadness. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I don't yeah. want to feel sadness, right? Because I'm yep. the older sister. I don't get to feel sadness, you know? And so I, I wouldn't allow myself. I'm like, you just feel joy. That's the only emotion. I mean, I love that in the movie when joy circles sadness and says, just stay here because I relate to that. And yet mm. I'm feeling sadness and I don't know what to do with it. And it's scary when you've buried yeah. emotions and not dealt with them, it gets scary. And so, um, she just said to me, Don said, I want to help you work through your emotions. And through a course of actual real huge therapy and through these questions, she really helped me with this. And so this feeling finisher exercise is something I do when something catches me off guard, when I get sad, when I'm experiencing an emotion, I go through these five things. So I'm going to share yeah. them with you guys. Yeah, um, share them. So the first is, and this sounds really simple, is identify, I have a feeling. Now, yeah. for some people, they're really good at this. I have a middle son who feels feelings all the time, nonstop. Mm -hmm. But for me, I go logical. So I don't think someone hurt my feelings. I explain away why my feelings were hurt. And she's like, you can't do that. You've got to sit with the feeling for a sec second, you know? So realizing things like I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling all of these kind of things. Sometimes I don't even know I'm having a feeling, but I have physical triggers, right? I'll get really hot or I'll feel stressed or my hands will get clammy, but just paying attention to the fact of Lauren, you have a feeling. It's like a light bulb moment, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then when I have a feeling, um, for and for some of us moms out there, this is harder than others, but I have to get alone for five minutes and ask, what am I feeling right yeah. now? Okay, yeah. so like when COVID-19 hit, there were some people that were asked to kind of help solve the problem right away. Well, yeah. that really bothered me that I wasn't part of those people, you know? And so uh, immediately I, I have a feeling I'm insignificant, right? That's yeah. like, hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to check, check my text. Did anyone text me? I'm, I'm almost making up work to show that I'm significant in this season. And I'm like, do you know why you're doing that, Lauren? You have yeah. a feeling. Right. I get yeah. alone. What is that feeling? That's the second thing. Get alone for five minutes and ask, what do I feel right now? Well, what I felt in that moment, Jason, is I feel insignificant. I feel yeah. unseen yeah. right now. I feel not chosen for a job that I'm adequate to handle. I mean, those were real feelings. Yeah. The third question, the third point is what belief about myself has caused me to have this feeling? And that's yeah. a yeah. huge thing to sit with. And for me, let's take the COVID-19 example. Um, I'm feeling insignificant. I, I know that that's going on. The belief I had is my value comes from what I do. I'm back mm. to that same old core thing with me of what I do defines how valuable I am. And yeah. so I had yeah. to realize, okay, that's a belief I'm holding on to. Sounds a lot like an Enneagram three, Lauren. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm at three <laughs> through and through. I don't even think I have a wing. Yeah. Um, you know, but then the fourth one is great. And I love this. You get to either choose to keep or modify that belief. Um, so yeah. I get to ask the question, is that true? Um, and sometimes your beliefs about yourself are true. You know, I mean, sometimes yeah. the answer to that, but sometimes it's like, no, wait, hold on. I am running around trying to create purpose for myself and covering up that I actually feel a feeling. This is not a true thing. And so, yeah choose to keep or modify that belief that step four. And then the fifth step is what do I need right now? And I love yeah, this question, yeah. Jason, because a lot of times you can say, okay, I'm feeling insignificant. It's probably based off that. And then we kind of leave. But what's so important about finishing your feelings is saying, okay, in order to solidify that this belief about myself isn't true, I need to do something. And so yeah. sometimes that means I need to go for a walk. You know, sometimes it means I need to call a friend. Sometimes I need to go draw a picture. I mean, I know that sounds really random. Sometimes I need to go outside and ground or do some mindfulness exercises, but I have to do something that solidifies in my soul in that moment. This belief is not true and you can't yeah. keep holding on to it. So, yeah. um, 
in that way, those are the ways kind of that we find are finishing our feelings. Yeah. It sounds a lot like Lauren, that you are doing the hard work, the deep work of discovering the, the, the script that you're listening to that is not a true script. And then you're doing the hard work to rewrite the true script um, and then solidify that. I love that part of this, that fifth step of doing something to solidify that because too often, again, because we're in a rush, we can, you know, we might say, Hey, I have a feeling, pull out the feeling wheel. Okay. I know it's this feeling. Why am I feeling that way? I'll answer that question. Where did that come from? But we don't take the time to change and rewire our minds and renew our minds to a new script and a new story and a new way of thinking. So that's well, so and good. I think I love that you said that because I think that's why self-care is so undervalued, right? Because the answer to all for many of us on that fifth question, what do I need right now? I need self-care. I don't need to just mm-hmm. process in my mind what I'm feeling. I need to actually get away and say, wow, what got me here? You know, but that's the, anyway, so I just think that fifth question is the, the cement needed to hold on to the real truth for us. Yeah. I almost, I would, I would go as far as to say, Lauren, it sounds like without the fifth question, you will find yourself in the vicious cycle of the first four questions on repeat. That's a great point. I I agree with you. That fifth thing has been the game changer for me, for sure. So good. You wrote uh, recently on your Instagram. In fact, I think it was your last post because maybe you've taken a, a hiatus. Maybe you've taken a hiatus for a little while because of this post, but you, um, you talked, you, you wrote this and because of our theme of the podcast being reaching your goals without losing your soul, this is what jumped out to me. And I said, I have got to have a conversation with Lauren. So you said this week, I was pretty careless about how much media TV and social I absorb. And to be honest, my soul is feeling it. I'm not trying to step back from what is important. On the contrary, in order to be fully engaged, I have to tend to my soul which I love that phrase. I'll tell you why I love that phrase. We, on the podcast, we actually define soul care as this, tending to the garden of our inner lives. So you got to do some weeding, some watering, some fertilizing, some planting. You got to do all the things. So, so you go on to say, and more importantly, allow God time and space to tend to my soul as well. It's hard to value soul care, but Jesus did. I love that. And that means we must too. Lauren, mm-hmm. what prompted the post? And then can you just talk about what's transpired in your soul over the last couple of months since you posted that? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's been a lot. I, I, I almost feel more tested. I, it's almost like I wrote that and then I've gotten tested on it for the past few months. So it's probably why I haven't posted anything since then. But, um, you know, there was so, there's so much in the news going on right now that's so important to me. Um, and that's why it was so hard to even write that because I didn't want my friends to think, Lauren's She's not using her out. Voice. Yeah, like she gets, yeah. she just gets a pass. And that's such, a, that's such a hard place. But I'm like, if I don't tend to my soul for the people who I actually know, not just the things I care about that I could say and, you know, online, but the people I actually care about, um, I've got to make sure my soul's in a good spot. And it wasn't worn out from the causes that people were fighting for. In fact, it was probably even more impassioned than it has been in a really long time. But I, w- I just felt like I got to spend some time away with Jesus off social, getting a break and just getting to breathe again. Um, you know, I I think for me, um, I felt like Jesus was saying, I'm holding out peace for you and you're clinging to this iPhone, the definition of panic, like I'm holding out peace and you're gripping panic. And, 
And he's like, and, and I just, I mean, I felt my heart racing, which to be honest with you, Jason, I've never struggled with anxiety until this past year. I mean, I've never really been, again, I, I, I've just been really okay about life. Like I, I really yeah. have embraced it. And yet I just feel like I kept looking at my phone, whether it was scrolling Facebook marketplace for more furniture that I don't need, you know, I mean, to, to someone's Instagram feed that I look at and I think, wait, why did they get that opportunity? I should get yeah. that. You know, I mean, just, I mean, every part of my soul was just grasping. grasping. And it, uh. You could open it up. It just was like a, a spoiled piece of fruit, you know? And, and I love that Jesus says, you're going to know who you are by your fruit. And I I mean, Psalms one, I'm going to plant you by waters of living. I mean, I'm going to plant you by rivers of living water and it's going to bear its fruit in season. And so I feel like God's like, would you just come back with me? I've got peace for you and you're going to bear fruit, but you're in the waiting right now. And, um, I just, I think I needed that not just for ministry, but I mean, having three kids under five, you're so unseen in this season. You're so exhausted. And I don't, I was like, I don't need to be spending the next two hours on Instagram trying to figure out if I'm valuable and worthy in life. I'm holding out peace. Come find it. It's yours to find. Stop holding on to panic. And so, um, yeah, I think that's where I really realized I'm being reckless with the only thing that I've been charged to protect, which is my yeah. soul, yeah. you know? Um, and Lauren, yeah. the thing I love about the soul is this, it's eternal. Right. So if we're going to steward anything of value. So good, Jason. Yes. Be, let's steward the thing that goes forever. It's eternal forever. before we had this body, after yes. we have this body after we have this life as we know it, before we had this life as we know it, it was there. And so it's going to be the thing that we should steward the most, I think. But anyway, that's just that me. Night. Yeah, I finished that night on John Orber. I mean, John um, Eldridge's um, one minute pause app because yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. and I, I, I'm like on a five minute pause, but it's just such a cleansing palette. And I, you know, I put a timer on my phone, but I think, it, it, I mean, I put on a timer on my phone twice a day just to get away, you know, and just, yeah pause and be reminded because to your point, our souls are eternal and they are worthy of being reminded who, of who holds our peace. That's it. So good. Lauren, I would love it. You've shared a couple of these already, like the pause app. Yeah. Would you share some resources with those that are listening that have been influential for you over the last you know year or whatever period that you've been on this soul care journey yeah. that people yeah. might be able to access? Well, again, on-site, I could not recommend it enough. They actually uh, have partnered with Bob Goff and are doing another on-site experience yeah. in California, which is yeah. so great. At the Oaks, yeah. So, yeah, at the Oaks, yeah. So, I mean, either one of those is worth yep. it. Um, yep. And that was kind of a huge thing for me. Um, I, I think mindfulness exercises are really important. I ground myself every morning. That's not a resource. It's just nice to get outside, touch yeah. earth look up and be reminded that the God of creation is not unsettled today. Like my world may feel unsettled, but nature is not worried. Um, so it's good to be reminded of that. Um, the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. I love that book by John Mark Comer. Um, it has been a solidifying thing for me in this season. We started practicing Sabbath a year and a half ago and it has revolutionized our family. Uh, it it, it has, it has been so significant and it is a true statement. It's a true statement, Lauren, you, you let God take a hold of one day. It will ruin your whole week in the best way possible. Oh my goodness. Think about it all week long. We plan, we prep for it. It is the most life giving thing. And yet for, I don't know why we abandon some of these unbelievable practices 
from the early church and even mid, you know, 1500s and, and so on, but man, so life-giving. Yeah, that God sent to protect us and, the, yeah. you know, to, to give us life to the full. You know, you yeah. cannot have yeah. life to the full working seven hours a week and being connected to technology. It's impossible. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, anyways, the ruthless elimination of hurry could not speak yeah. more of that. Um, I've really enjoyed uh, the book. Beth Moore wrote it. I can't even get the right. It's it's about the vineyard. It's a new one about hers. Okay. But anyways, it's just, I haven't read Beth Moore's books in a long time, but this one is just so good about being reminded of what God's doing in the process of cultivating the soil. So anyways, yeah. Yeah. I just have loved that. And then we'll do the research and find it, put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah no, I good. should have, I should remember that that's one. That's okay. And, and, um, Walking with God, John Eldridge's book mm. about that. He really had an encounter where he felt that kind of the same thing of like, how do I tend to my soul? And this book really encapsulates it. And that's why I think the one minute pause app came from that. But uh, both of those resources from him are just exceptional in my opinion. So I love it. I love all love of it. Them. So good. Hey, how can people connect with you, Lauren, if they would like to, you know, connect with you? Because obviously social media is not the way to do it. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no, you're, but right. If- you're right. I was thinking about that. I was like, <laughs> I have not been on social. I was actually going to post something yesterday. So I might post for the first time in months, you know, which honestly, that has been a huge thing for my own soul to be like, you know what? It's okay if you're not on social media, you know, yeah, uh, so God's good. your PR man. You don't need it yourself. So it's okay. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, I am on Instagram as Lauren Espy on Twitter, never, but it's out there and, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Facebook, which honestly, Facebook has been the thing because I guess I'm a mom. So you immediately come irrelevant and yeah. join Facebook. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I mean, people are welcome to reach out to me. My email is Lauren, um, dot Espy, which starts with an E, um, yeah. E-S-P-Y yeah. at GwinnettChurch.org. And, um, so, I mean, I would love to, you know, hear from anyone, you know, any questions that you might have. Um, I'm so honored to go on this journey with you all our souls are so worth protecting and i'm so glad i got to share a little bit of what the lord's been teaching me in that well lauren i'm i'm gonna be uh very vulnerable and transparent and let you in on a little behind the scenes secret about the podcast (laughs) this is purely just a um a thing that i do to help me care for my own soul honestly and so i am so grateful that you would take the time to invest um into just sharing what you're learning because I've learned so much from it and we record them and we put them out for other people to listen to so that if they can gain something about, you know, mm-hmm. caring for their soul from it, then that's a huge win. Cause at the end of the day, here's, here's my big dream is that we would see a generation of leaders mm-hmm. who have reached their goals, but at the same time, they can authentically say it is well with my soul. That's mm-hmm. our big dream. And so I am so thankful for your time, Lauren. Thanks thankful so much. You, and Jason. have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Well, what a fantastic conversation with Lauren. It was so refreshing and so encouraging for me to hear her say that we have all experienced trauma in our lives. None of us have been exempt from experiencing trauma. And so if you're listening to this podcast today and you have experienced trauma in your life, you are not alone. And I hope that Lauren's conversation today helps you to be able to finish your feelings just as she has learned how to do that. I've been actually practicing these five steps that Lauren shared with us during the conversation. And it's been so, so life-giving for me and so helpful for me as I finish some of the feelings from my past. As always, I'd love to hear from you if you're finding these conversations helpful in feeding your soul. 
That's what this podcast is all about. We want people to reach their goals without losing their souls. We love hearing from people who listen to the podcast, so be sure to connect with us online this week. You can do that through my website, jasonperkoperkins.com, or you can hit us up on social media. We hang out there quite a bit, so I'd love to connect with you on social media. Our handles on social media are Jason Perko Perkins, or you can just shoot me an email. My email address is super simple. It's just hello at jasonperkoperkins.com. Also, if you are finding these podcast episodes helpful for you, we'd love it if you would share it with somebody you think it would be helpful for as well. One of the best ways that you can help us get this content out to as many people as possible is to leave us a rating and a review on your preferred podcast platform. In fact, I want to encourage you just to take a moment today to stop and leave us a rating and review because that helps us get this great content to as many people as possible. Our dream here at Perco's Podcast is really simple. We just want to see a generation of leaders reach their goals and at the same time hear them say, it is well with my soul. Thank you so much for carving out the time to listen to this episode today. I really appreciate it. I look forward to connecting with you online this week. Until next time, cheers. You've been listening to Perco's podcast. Join us next time for more insights on strategy, leadership, and soul care to help you reach your personal, professional, and spiritual goals while at the same time not losing your soul. In the meantime, make sure to connect with us on social media. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.